This is episode two of The Pussy Project. I am your host, Olivia Snyder, and I am so excited to be diving into today's episode. So today's episode is all about how do I improve my sex life with my husband and with my partner after being in a relationship with them for quite a while? And this is probably one of the most common questions that I get asked. And so we are going to dive super deep into this today. And I'm so, so excited to be able to dive deep and have this conversation. Think about when you first got together with your partner and the feelings and the emotions that you felt in your body and how your stomach dropped a little bit when you've seen them or your heart fluttered a little bit when you've seen their text message and that instant chemistry and that instant connection and the feeling of falling in love with that person and what that felt like. And A lot of the times what happens is we mistake chemistry that we experience in the beginning with somebody, in the beginning with our partner, and we translate that as if that's a long-term quality, as if that's something like that has longevity and evidence that we should be going off of. So the big thing is the feeling and emotion and experience that you experience when you're together and in the beginning is the remembrance of that feeling and those memories and you know that hot lustful time that a lot of the times we just forget and so longevity in a relationship breeds comfortability it breeds <laughs> a level of feeling super comfortable hanging out in sweatpants all day not feeling like you have to get dolled up because of acceptance. And acceptance is one of those beautiful things that we all are looking for in a relationship and a partnership with somebody. But acceptance is also one of the things that can easily destroy (laughs) the fire and the passion in your sex life and your relationship. So acceptance, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into that. So We all want somebody that accepts us for who we are, and I love that, and I think that is always something so incredibly beautiful about love and about finding somebody to spend the rest of your life with, but I also believe that sometimes we take advantage of acceptance of our partner. When in the beginning, I want you to kind of take a step back. Think about what you were doing in the beginning and how things felt in the beginning, right? So you probably put a little bit more effort into your appearance. You probably did more things together. And we're going to take like kids and all of that stuff out of the equation for now. But just think about all of the things you did, the way that you would respond to sex, the way that you just couldn't keep your hands off of each other, right? And all of that was invigorated by those initial like lustful feelings towards each other, right? And that lustful feeling of like chemistry, incredible chemistry. Now you've been in a relationship for a while. You probably don't care about your appearance much. Maybe you don't, you know, care about what you're wearing as much as you did in the beginning. Maybe you have a lot of, you know, makeup free days. And I think those are all incredible. And I definitely, as a mom, I totally feel this. (laughs) I'm a master of the five minute face now. But all of these things taught me something very, very critical and really important. And that was 
that when we take our partner for granted, meaning that we think that after the kids or after we focused on our career and all of these things, that we start treating our partner as somebody who more so coexists with us in life, like a roomie versus a lover. And we forget that just because we have longevity and comfortability in a relationship, that the fire isn't going to keep stoking itself, that that's something that we have to continuously put an effort in. Now, here's where it gets tricky. Now, for us women, we don't want to have sex until we feel like we're on a really good page with our partner or we feel really connected, right? And so if there is an underlying issue between you guys or an issue around or resentment or a complaint or something that's at the forefront of your mind, that is going to drive a wedge between you and the dick. (laughs) And you're not going to feel revved up to be able to engage with that person at all. And so what you need to look at is where in my relationship right now Am I having issues and things that I'm not really dealing with that I know are there and they bug me and it pisses me off? And why, A, why am I not addressing them? B, this is stopping you from actually being intimate with your partner. Because here's the thing, nobody's going to get in bed and some of us can maybe depending on the time or alcohol or whatever. But a lot of times if we're really resentful or agitated about something, we use sex as a weapon. We use sex as a weapon of control of like, well, you're not behaving the way that I want you to. So I'm going to take it away from you. I'm not going to have sex with you until you're the man that I want you to be. And so we use it in a way to kind of manipulate what we want and to get the men to do the things that we want them to do. But the problem with this is that it actually backfires and you push each other further away from each other instead of becoming closer with each other. So you need to look at what are some emotional factors and things that are actually stopping you from fully being present with your partner right now. What are the underlying like undertones of feelings and emotions and fights or things that just have been unresolved that you're not looking at? And I want you to ask yourself, why are you not looking at this? Are you scared? What is it that you're scared to face? within having this conversation with your partner and facing and unrooting and unpacking that with him. So that is the first thing that we look at. The second thing that we look at is where are you not feeling super confident and sexy within yourself? Where are you not feeling like a complete, you know, hot ass motherfucker, right? And I know that this, we don't always wake up every single day and feel incredibly on fire, but there are things that you could be doing in order to feel better about yourself and better when it comes to the bedroom, right? Because a lot of times when we don't feel good about ourselves, we're thinking in our heads and in our minds, like, how do I look, you know, right now? Like, am I doing it right? Does he think I'm attractive? Um, Maybe you want to have sex with the lights off all the time. And so this creates not a presence for you to experience more pleasure because you're not being present in your body, but you just being in your mind and your head the whole time. And chances are a lot of the times guys are actually worried about the same thing. They might be doing it for a release, right? As well. 
but they're also always worried about pleasuring you and, and performance and being really good. Their ego weighs a lot on those things. So to understand the human nature that both of you guys equally go through different challenges around feeling confident, doing and being intimate and vulnerable you kind of take the walls down from painting your partner sometimes as somebody that either isn't attractive or is somebody that you're maybe intimidated to let yourself go around or um, somebody who is not necessarily feeling 100% with themselves. So I want you to really think about this. I want you to stop looking at sex as something that can just be given and taken at any time, meaning that you're using it to kind of manipulate results or manipulate certain things or get your partner to do certain things in your relationship. I want you to start looking at sex as sacred, as something that's not the typical, well, he's just using me for sex or he just wants me for sex or he just wants to use my body so he can get a release. I want you to understand that men and women are completely different. Men are very like physical and they're very visual based and they also might have sex just sometimes for a release, right? And to them, There isn't all a lot of layers (laughs) in order for them to want to have sex with you. And so understanding that, that just like by, I'm just trying to think of the word biologically, I think that's a word. We're just hardwired different. And when you understand that you're just hardwired in a different way, you stop focusing on all of your shortcomings and you stop focusing on all of the things that aren't happening. And you start focusing on, okay, how can I feel a super good today? And B, how can I be more affectionate and vulnerable to re-spark and to remember how good it feels to be connected. Because remembrance is the key to invoking emotion. And emotion is the key to invoking feeling turned on. And being turned on is the key to having incredible sex, right? And so these things all stack up on top of each other. So one of the next questions and one of the things that I usually get are, Okay, that's incredible. But also, you know, I'm not sure either I'm initiating all the time or my partner's not initiating. And it makes me feel like I don't want to be the one to do it or that he's not initiating it. So he must not want me anymore. So we're going to tackle both of these. So when it comes to him not initiating sex, right? We're going to start with that one first. It's not that men don't want to initiate it because they don't want it. In some circumstances, it is like that um, due to certain health reasons or other reasons as well. But we're just going to talk about this specifically. So men aren't necessarily not initiating it because there's something wrong with you. You have to get that out of your head. It's not that you're not attractive and sexy to them anymore. A lot of the times men just get comfortable with like being comfortable with not having it. It goes back to the remembrancing. When you forget how good it is to feel that, you don't really care for it that much. It's like example, when you're addicted to junk food and you crave it all the time. And then as you, you know, get on your diet and you start eating cleaner, you don't really give a shit about the junk food anymore. You don't crave it anymore. It's the same thing as sex. When you just haven't had it really great or haven't had a lot of pleasure in a long time, you don't really give a shit to have it anymore. And so you convince yourself psychologically that's something that you just don't need. 
And so in that case, (laughs) in that case, it's completely different than what you actually think it is. I want you to really think about the whole sex thing and ask yourself, what is the story that I'm telling myself in my head right now? What is the story that I'm telling myself that is convincing me to think otherwise about my partner, to think that he would think that I'm unattractive, for him to think that because of me that he's not initiating it because he's not interested anymore. I want you to remember if your partner's still there, every single day they wake up and they choose you. And that to you should be so incredibly fucking special. That should be something that makes you just light the fuck up every single day. And so I want to remind you of that first. And if they're not initiating it, you you have to drop your fucking ego around like, well, he needs to do this because he's the man. Like, fuck the labels and the rules and the roles that we put men in and start breaking the fucking rules. This is the way that I look at <laughs> sex and initiation. If you want it, go for it. I wouldn't say be super aggressive if you're somebody, and we're going to get into that in the next segment here. Um, about initiating it all the time. But if you're somebody that notices that he's not really initiating it and taking the initiative, you have to remind him how good it is to be fucked by you. (laughs) And that's what you have to remind him of. And he needs to remember and feel that so that you guys can both like reconnect and rekindle and kind of remember yourself and invoke those feelings and emotions that you have together as a couple. So if you are on the other side of the spectrum where it's like, hey, girl, I'm listening, I hear you, but I'm initiating everything, but nothing is actually happening. (laughs) Nothing's actually happening right now. And, you know, either I get shut down or he doesn't want it. First of all, guys, you know, the aggressive thing is great for, you know, here and there. It works, you know, for some guys all the time, kind of rarely, but it kind of dies off. It's like anything. If you repeat the same thing over and over again, it tends to be predictable. And guys love a played out fantasy, right? So you never want to be predictable when it comes to sex ever. (laughs) Like if you could take anything away from today's episode, that would be it. So you don't want to be predictable. So when it comes to initiating, I want you to ask yourself, are you really like dialing back into like that sexy, sexual temptress, like leading him into you? Because there's a way where you can actually control in some way, the way that they kind of come onto you um, by teasing and really building up the sexual tension and leading them to just not be able to handle it anymore and then being able to fuck you. But that is a, a gradual process in the sense that you can't go from um, never touching each other ever to all of a sudden jumping in bed together. Um, it's definitely something that you work up towards, especially if it's been a really long time since you've had it. So an example of that is what are you doing to be playful and sexy like every single day? So are you like sending him like cute little sexy pics, like surprising him, keeping him on his toes, reminding him like, I can't wait for you to get home. I have a surprise for you. And playing out this play-by-play fantasy that builds up to something incredible until he gets home and he just can't wait to fucking just like fuck you to shit. So 
I just want you to remind yourself that if you're in this situation right now and you're struggling with feeling like you've been in this long-term relationship, you love them, but it's just not where you're at, you need to rip off the fucking band-aid. You need to have the conversation that you've been putting off around like, these are my desires. This is what I would love to try with you. I'm going to give you an example of how to bring this up. So if you're struggling to bring it up, if you wanted to receive this conversation, if you were receiving this conversation, how would you like for it to be presented to you where you wouldn't feel defensive or feel shitty or shameful or guilty about anything, right? The biggest thing that, and the reason why we don't have these conversations is we don't want to make our partner feel like they're not good enough, right? They're not good enough for us or to insult them in some way. So if you worded it like, hey, you are so fucking sexy when you're on top of me. I would love if you like grabbed my hair. I would love if you just spanked me. I think when your hands are all over my ass, it is so incredibly sexy. (laughs) And so being comfortable with being playful with your words is something that's going to take you a really long way. And when you word it where you're also stroking his ego at the same time, he's going to be really open to hearing what you have to say. So this is where I'm going to leave today's episode. I am so grateful to be able to share this with you and to be able to always give you support and always be that person that you can come to as the go-to person to talk about sex. So I love you guys so, so much. We also have a free five-day rev up your romance challenge. If you are looking to really rev up your sex life and the romance and the chemistry and the passion in your relationship right now. So if you are interested in that, let me know, um, reach out to me on Facebook or on Instagram. And I am so excited for you guys to really dive into this episode and start putting things into practice. Thank you so much for listening. Subscribe. If you can't wait to hear next Wednesday's episode, we do Wednesdays. We do Wednesdays. (laughs) We do episodes every single Wednesday. And I love you guys and have an incredible, incredible night.